motherfucker that only sleeps too It doesn't matter just what I do The more you wash up in the farther away it gets And I'm spending all my time thinking about this And now I'm writing it down Cause I'm hoping it'll stick Welcome to They Them Theirs, a mostly monthly non-binary talk show podcast. My name is Rain. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. And my name is Gracie. My pronouns are also they, them, theirs. Hi, Gracie. Hi. How are you? I'm good. This is like the first time that I've like physically <laughs> spoken to you in like a number of years. So it's nice. <laughs> nice to have the human connection. Yeah, it is. It's nice to he- to hear you. Yeah, I'm, vi- I'm I'm picturing you in my brain. I almost said see you, but alas, <laughs> it's nice to we see now- your waveform. Yes, yours too. It's so it's delightful. <laughs> it's a pleasant a pleasant and friendly wave form. <laughs> We're now states away. Yeah, time zones, thousands of miles. Also, <laughs> mini crow's wings. <laughs> Were you like an inherent Michigander or were you just here temporarily when we met? Oh, yeah. No, I'm from Michigan, um, born and raised uh, in like the like <laughs> Clarkston zone. Um, so this is, this is actually the first time I've lived anywhere other than Michigan is when I moved all the way out here. All the way out here being? Uh, California. I'm a Burbank boy now. Hell yeah. How's that been treating you? It's nice. I mean, since I got here literally uh, like 10 days before COVID shut everything down, I like <laughs> haven't <laughs> experienced like that much of like the going out life. So like I don't know like entirely how much stuff there is to do around here. I'm sure there's a lot. I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that you could do in theory. They used there used to be a little bar like literally right next to our apartment. We live like one block from like a little shopping center with like a like a Vons and a Starbucks. Um and there used to be a little bar in there that apparently, like, all my roommates really liked going to before I got here because they moved out here, like, a couple months before I did. And that, mm-hmm. like, became their little local spot. And I was like, cool, can't wait to go there. And oh. I think I think we went once, like, the day after I got here or something like that. And then immediately everything was closed. Oh, no. Sucks. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's it's better now. So we like we've done we've progressively started doing a, a little bit more, but we're not like huge like nightlife type of people really anyway. <laughs> Other than just like you know like a party at a friend's house here and there. We went out to like karaoke a week ago ish, like stuff like that. Hell yeah, awesome. Well, Gracie, what's your deal? <laughs> what's what what's, is my what's deal, your whole dude? deal? <laughs> I don't like, you. You are, uh, you got your, your furry little paws in a lot of paws. <laughs> I do. My little, my little, uh, what, who is it? Jack Horner, uh, sat in a corner eating his Christmas pie. <laughs> and what a good boy am I? I've got, I've got so many pies. Um, yeah, I've just, <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, like I describe myself, I guess, you know, the queerest little furry in the ska scene. Cause those are kind of like my, <laughs> my... My biggest, like, you know, blanket attributes that I could say about myself is I am. I'm the ska friend, and I'm also the furry that you know. (laughs) (laughs) Your friendly neighborhood skankin' furry. (laughs) Exactly. Like, like, I I think my display name on, because I have, I have a Twitter specifically for, like, furry shit, 
like posting retweeting people's fursuit pics and like drawing mm-hmm, like furry mm-hmm. commissions etc my display name on that account is the ceo of furry ska oh my god <laughs> because uh jer of Scotty network fame dear friends love them advertise i don't know if they still do i think it might just be ska 2 network they them on their display name now but for a while they were just the ceo of ska and so i was like well <laughs> well if they're the if they're the ceo of ska general i'll be the ceo of ska furry division and so that's <laughs> that's still my display name on that on that twitter account which that's i think is a good. pretty succinct log line of what i'm about <laughs> So okay, I don't, I'm tr- two pa- two paths diverge in a <laughs> in a wood, but it's the same path. So you, I'm trying to think like, how, okay, which the came illusion first? of the, choice? One path yeah, is right. furry, one path is Scott. They both just lead to me. <laughs> it's a circle driveway. So so for you, which came first, or was was it like simultaneous that you got into the the furry fandom and the the Scott scene? I. Th- think i want to say furriness came first because that was very much like my introduction to art as a whole that's the other thing about my deal i'm a character designer uh, attempting to uh, make my little way in the animation industry um (laughs) and like the thing that got me into like drawing at all like like i always would draw stuff like as a kid like i liked drawing but like the first thing that got me into like actually trying to focus on it as like a craft and like getting sketchbooks and stuff like that was Neopets. <laughs> Hell yes. Because cause like I don't know, like there's different you know, there's different like sectors of the Neopets experience, I think. <laughs> but I was very much like the sort of people who would be in like entering their art in the beauty contest and then you've got like your pets, like your custom page for your pet and people would have like like, they would code entire, like, pages to, like, showcase their art and their writing for, like, the background story and the lore of their character. And I was, like, like I would look at all of them and be, like, I want to do this for mine. <laughs> like, that's how I started, like, trying to get better at drawing because everyone that I, like, all the ones that I saw and that I really liked, like, they were all, like, either late teens or, like, young adults who had like a lot of practice in drawing but I like in my in my brain I was like oh we're all on the same level like you're the same (laughs) as me and so I was like I was like yeah I could do that too and so then I had to but I was like well I have to learn how to draw if that's the case and so that's like I started just getting sketchbooks and I would just fill them up with drawings of my of my my loops or my lupe however um I think that's like a split, (laughs) how people uh, pronounce that one. Yeah, I think I pronounced it loop. Yeah, I always said lupe in my head, but there's no like, there's no reason. (laughs) There's no like accent or like anything indicating that it would be that. Just just fill up my sketchbooks with that. And then I didn't know how to draw people because I had only drawn animals and stuff like that. So I would just draw people as animals and like myself as an animal and that's, kind of your doorway into the deviant art furry experience to where we're all drawing yes. our fursonas together. Yes. Are you still active on deviant art or what year what, what years were you there? I wish I was. Like I've tried to go back, <laughs> but like after like after breaking free from that like chain or whatever, like it's so hard to get back into it. 
I'm, like, bad at keeping up with the few social medias that I do have. Like, I rarely ever post on Instagram or anything like that. So, like, Mm -hmm. trying to reintroduce a new one just doesn't happen. I want to say, like, 2010 to, like, 2014-ish, at least. Delightful. So good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think, like, I look back at, like, 2011 as like the prime (laughs) like that's the prime year of like of all of that like my only friends being my online deviantart friends and we had like the um I don't know if you ever had a like a deviantart family (laughs) oh yes yeah Yeah. no I have I have deviantart the things that happened on DeviantArt have like still hold a great deal of power over my human (laughs) brain to this day things no therapist have fixed (laughs) and I remember like you would have like the like we had a like linked icons for like like, the people that I was in In relationships yeah and stuff like that like ours your your icons would like hook link up the art would uh the art would tessellate or whatever. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ours was. I remember one specifically of our little deviant <laughs> art family. It was like it was like pixel art, and it was all of us. Like each section was our own persona, and we were all riding on a flying hot dog. And so then we, when you put them all next to each other, it was like this like <laughs> foot long hot dog with each of our personas hanging off of it in a different way. The internet hasn't been good since. I stopped being able to use stamps. <laughs> it's true. I know, they're st- I know they're still there, but like that sort of, we need, we need forums to be yeah. popular again. I want forum <laughs> signatures. I want information thrust upon me in the means of a forum signature and nothing else. No uh, more like, ads. The art and the, like the craft of making a Neopets, like Neoboard signature. It's like having a garage door that you can, completely decorate without getting the HOA called on you. <laughs> yeah. I, remember, like, I always please, wanted... Please do email my wife. This is my anime wife. Like, <laughs> here are my thoughts for my on pet Ocarina the of Time. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, I remember I always wanted the, like, you had to, like, upgrade to, like, the fancy, whatever, premium DeviantArt <laughs> to get, like, the extra, like, widgets and stuff on your page. And I wanted it yes. so bad. <laughs> the original pay to win. <laughs> yeah. I was like, give me the box so I can display all my dumb little stamps about how much <laughs> about how much I hate sparkle dogs because they're lame. Whoa. Uh, I did not expect that opinion. Yeah, there was like, I mean, not anymore, obviously. There was like, like a, <laughs> there was like an elitist period of like, like if you're if you're fursona <laughs> if your fursona has like more than four colors on it and like fifteen piercings and leg warmers, like what are you doing? Like that's not realistic. When like that's so funny that like, you would no, no, no. like considering everything I know about you. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like you'll you'll take this as the compliment I intend it to be. But like your human meat suit looks like someone's fursona. <laughs> I am so glad. Like, I'm glad I've come around back to that point because that was like reintrodu- reintroducing the ska scene to it. Like my my like senior year of college was when I kind of started just like not reverting, but, but like 
like allowing myself to like enjoy things that are quote unquote cringy. Because at that point I was like, I was like, yeah, like I still drew my fursona every fucking day, like all the time. But I was like, yeah, it's like, he's like my little mascot. Like that's not like what it is. <laughs> it's like, this is like how I represent myself um, because drawing myself on my business card like doesn't work because I change my hair all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was <laughs> like, sure, Jan. So like, that was the point when I just kind of like, I started, like I found Jair's <laughs> Scott Your Network's videos. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna like the things that make me feel good and are and have fun, because like there was there's that kind of you know similar um disdain among like music snobs for ska too. And I was like, what if this just is fun and I like it? And then and then I uh, operate the same way towards furry shit. And then. Like, I was an adult, and so I bought the supplies and made my own fursuit head, and I was, like, the happiest that I'd ever been. That's so awesome. <laughs> wow, you just, you just did it, huh? That's the secret. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, don't want to hear that, but that really <laughs> is it. Is it, it. The biggest hurdle is um, that you just have to actually just do it. Yeah, like, you're allowed to have fun as an adult with money, and, like, that's the coolest thing about being a grown-up. Is that you can do all the shit that you wanted to do before because you don't have to ask anybody for permission. I still struggle with a lot of guilt yeah. in that aspect. Like I've, and I think that's also a Midwestern thing too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I have observed <laughs> is that like when you purchase things for yourself, you have to justify it like a thousand different ways. Oh yeah. I fully I fully also am like that. Like anytime I spend more than like seven dollars, I'm like <sighs> So on the topic of just letting yourself enjoy things. Yeah. <laughs> gender. <gasps> yeah. This has kind of been the year of the gender. Mm. <laughs> this, I, I maybe even just 2022, or I don't mm. think, no, I think probably before then. I got my first tattoo in August, which is like, one of the most gender things. Ooh, congratulations. What what and where? Thank you. It's a little um it's a little rat. <laughs> Appropriately. Hell yeah. It's a little I also rat have guy. a rat tattoo. Yeah. It's so good to just have a little rat guy. Yeah. It's like it's like a little a little drawing of a rat that my brother did. That like it wasn't even like intended to be a tattoo. Like he didn't like design it for me or anything. It was just he was like showing me his sketchbook. And I saw this little rat that he drew and I was like, something, something just hit me about it. I was like, that's going to be the one. And so I like, Aww. I saved, I saved a picture of it in my phone for like when I eventually had money to get a tattoo. And that was, um, that was August of like this past August that just happened. I'm tearing up. That's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> and he's such a funny little guy. Cause he's got like, it's he's like standing on two feet. Like he's got. Almost human legs and arms. <laughs> and he's like standing there doing the um kind of poking your fingers together with the little like mm, emoji. He's kind of standing. Did you post it on your Instagram or anything like that? I need to see this rat. Can you post it in the Discord chat? Please? Yeah, I'll find an actual picture that I have of it and then <laughs> put it in the chat. Because I, I, like I like this guy. <laughs> That's and that's really all you need to get a tattoo. Yeah, because I've just, gotten. I I, uh, I like this guy. Yeah, I think he's neat. Because I've also I've gotten a second one since then. 
Um, I, yes. This one is fresher. It's like a couple weeks old. Actually, maybe two weeks old tomorrow. Um, but uh, but happy birthday, tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> this it's on my it's on my leg, and it's um a drawing of Samuel L. Jackson from Jurassic Park <laughs> saying, "Hold on to your butts." Oh my god! And like I just I don't know because it was this it was the same kind of feeling when because this one was from like a flash sheet, so it wasn't like a design someone did for me. Mm-hmm. But it was the same kind of like I was just looking. Because I've been trying to find, like, specifically, like, queer tattoo artists in L.A. Because when you just, like, when you just search, like, tattoos near me, it just kind of comes up as, you know, like, all the things like, Dick Buckley's American Tattoo Shop for Men. And it's like, they've all got, like, tattoos of the American flag and guns and trucks. And it's like, I'm sure you guys are, like, really good at your craft, but that's not, like, the environment I'm looking for. So I've like I like have been following a lot of them on Instagram. So now like the the algorithm just like serves them up to me mm-hmm. all the time. And so I was just I was just scrolling and I saw this uh this guy Daniel posted like this flash sheet of a bunch of like just stuff from movies and that was one of them on there and it was a similar thing of like I just saw it and I was like I think I like this guy. I think that's the one. That's so good. That's not the tattoo itself, but that's the original drawing that my brother did <gasps> in the disc chord. Oh, the wizard. <laughs> it like looks he's... like he's wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah. That's, he's got rat uh, pants. Uh, I just laughed so hard that gravy jumped off my lap. <laughs> oh my God. This is delightful. That's really good. Yeah. Wow. I 100% understand why you would get that tattooed. <laughs> goodness that's really good <laughs> so yeah he's on my he's on my arm and then that, sam that, jackson that is on my shin <laughs> that's awesome two very good tattoos <laughs> so do you feel um like now that you've felt that buzz you're just like oh yeah want to get more <laughs> yeah I, like, I totally get it dude it's weird like, yeah i don't know why it happens i think like probably there's something about like after getting the first one, you're like, that didn't hurt as bad as I thought it would. <laughs> I could just keep doing this. I'm wondering if just uh, like from a boring scientific standpoint, if it's just that you get such a big rush of adrenaline yeah. and your brain knows that like if you pay, you know, X amount of dollars, you can go have big rush of adrenaline and drawing of rat on leg. <laughs> it's, it's just like win-win. A win-win situation. <laughs> We were going to talk about gender and we yeah. started talking about rat tats, but it is <laughs> extremely related. <laughs> <laughs> These two are intertwined in a way that cannot be separated. No, it's a circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did, I did that in the past year. Kind of started, started, broke down that wall of now I'm going to get every tattoo forever, which is a very, very much Yay. like my... My image of myself in my brain, like, I have, like, tattoos all over my arms. Like, it's a very Curtis Connor brand of masculinity that I, <laughs> that I view in my brain when I see myself. So that's kind of set that, that in motion. As well as, I don't know if you watched this most recent season of um, Dragula. Not the most recent one, no. Okay, so there's one, one of the drag performers on Dragula. Their name is Dolly. I think they were on a past they were on a past season too and then they did the like whatever whatever it's called the thing where it's like a separate competition for like oh you can come back in a future season. Yes, yes. They did that and then they were back on this most recent season and just 
the whole time I was just my eyes were like glued upon Dolly is that like that's fucking gender baby <laughs> like something something was like unlocked <laughs> I also put a little pic of them from Google Images in the in the Discord but yeah I'm like scrolling through all of their looks yeah they're so fucking cool it's like just watching them and like even like the way they the way they are out of drag and also just like the way that they behave in their drag performances just like spoke to <laughs> spoke to my little gender heart and like yeah and i like at the time at the time we started watching it i still had um a mullet and my hair was like long it was like longer than it had been in like a really long time minus obviously the short part in the front because <laughs> because of the mullet but then like after just like like watching them and like stewing on it and thinking about it i was like I gotta shave my head again. And something about shaving my head this time specifically was like the most gender, the most gender I've ever felt, the most gender thing to happen in, in the history. I feel like if I shaved my head now, it would smack completely different than the like first or second time I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the, I don't know what the difference is because it's not the first time I've shaved my head. It's like at least the third time I've gone from like hair to nothing. But like something about this time I was like, yeah, like I immediately like, like looked at myself in the mirror and like the way the way that like my outfit looked on my body changed from like <sighs> having long hair per like previously to having a shaved head. I was like, there's like something about the way the way that I like like slash want to dress sometimes feels as though it's like putting on a costume you know and I like like people I've like in my brain I'm like people see this and they know that you're not actually the type of person who wears these clothes you just think they look cool if that makes sense yes yes and then like and then I shaved my head and I was like no I'm I'm the kind of person who wears these clothes now (laughs) (laughs) that rules yeah so I've just I've just kind of been reeling in that after shaving my head this most recent time and like one of my co-workers using they for me I think it might have just been like errantly like not intentional because I'm not (laughs) I'm not out to anybody at work I work at I work at the zoo I work at I take like souvenir photos and then part of it is also we like sell the photos to you and we give them to you in a little bag and so sometimes I'm the guy at the end like doing the pickup stuff putting photos in a bag one of my one of my coworkers, like after they finished ringing somebody up, was like, "Yep." Yeah. And then so here's your receipt, and then you can pick your photos up with them over there. And I was like, "Ooh." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that rules when you when you feel that or like when that happens for you. You know, someone just like even if it's an accident, you get that little uh, internal feeling that sparkle yeah the little the little dopamine drip <laughs> yes yeah i had a one of my co- one of my coworkers called me a uh, dude like very just like just like a, it's it was a solid dude and it it hit real good it felt really yeah. nice that's just a solid dude right there yeah that's yeah yes solidly duded <laughs> kind of similar someone at, at my work who like i don't even know their name uh, cause they like work in a different part of the zoo, <laughs> but they like, at one point were walking by me and I like waved to, to them and they were like, Hey man. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I feel like we could do an entire episode just on working at the zoo. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. How, how how long have you been there? Um, since August, so like six, seven months ish. Has anything just positively wacky happened yet? Oh, there was one time a guy, a guy tried to come in a uh, a barefoot and like Ugh. like he was barefoot and like all his kids were barefoot, which is. It's still dangerous because, like, who knows what you could step on. But, like, I see a barefoot child and I'm like, that's pretty normal. But, like, the place that we stand to take pictures is, like, right up in the front by the entrance. Anytime there's, like, someone trying to get in and they, like, can't come in and they have to do something about them, we, like, get all of it. We see the whole experience. (laughs) Front row seats. Yeah. (laughs) We saw him, like, trying to come in. And, like, the front gate guys, like, having to call him back and stop him and him, like, getting in arguments with them and yelling at them for quote-unquote harassing him. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a lot of shit like that (laughs) that we witness. Goodness. So you're in Burbank doing the the animation quest route in life. Attempting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how's it going i don't know it's kind of like <laughs> i should say like how's it how's animation lately yeah how's your how's your animations going not like i'm not trying to be like how's your job search going <laughs> yeah. what's the state of your career right now no i mean like how's animation <laughs> treating you lately like what are you into what's what's inspiring you what are you watching lately yeah it's it's the like career-wise it's kind of in limbo just because i'm sort of want to redo everything in my in my portfolio and now that mm, relatable I, work, <laughs> I like looked at my website the other day because i was like i think applying for some like zine or something and i like was looking for examples and like looking through everything that i have i'm like i no one should give me a job based on this like what oh my goodness strong like, disagree but okay <laughs> whatever so like just, like looking at all so now i'm like I'm like, okay, yeah, I have to just, like, make a bunch of new shit. So, um, But, like, obviously, having another job that's almost full-time, but not quite, like, deletes a lot of the time that I could dedicate to that. So I'm just kind of just kind of chilling on it, <laughs> letting it happen when it happens. Mm-hmm. In terms of things, we just, we just finished all of the Craig of the Creek that's currently available on HBO Max. So good. It's, it's so, such a good show. I, like, I didn't even realize like how good because it's like, a perfect show i'm gonna say it truly like i i would see like people talking about it like the fucking show of all time and then like i would i would see like a couple like stray episodes of it here and there and i was like yeah like this is fine this is like good like kids show but then like actually like committing and like sitting down like it became like part of our like nightly routine was like we'd be eating dinner and like we need something to put on while we're eating dinner let's watch some more craig Mm -hmm. and like it's so fucking good and like the leftness (laughs) of it all (laughs) like so explicitly it's very good yeah it's got good representation of like different ethnicities and they actually say the ethnicities and stuff in the show too rather than it just being like you know cartoon child coded it's got ska sometimes it's anime sometimes it's mystery it's just oh there's something for everybody at the creek it really is there really is it's a delightful show it's very good jeff rosenstock does the music so you know you're gonna enjoy listening to it yeah like the episodes where like there's actual songs 
Because, like, obviously, like, all the background music is really good. But then sometimes, you know, they come through and it's, like, an actual, like, song in a montage or something. And it's, like... All the lyrics are so good. Yeah! I think Uh, the one that, like... We sing it a lot at our house. I I wish, like, I don't know where any of it is posted. I think that, like, there's that one episode where, like, the whole thing is, like, a musical. I think... Yes. I think those are on spotify but i don't think yes they are (laughs) i don't think any of the rest of it is like streaming anywhere except for like the theme song and stuff the musical episode was really freaking good yeah i didn't i like you you don't see it coming (laughs) and then he just starts singing and you're like oh the whole episode's gonna be this let's fucking go (laughs) i love i love when shows do that like the the ep- the Buffy episode. I don't know if you ever watched Buffy, but the Buffy episode that was a musical. That I was so freaking into that in high school. I'm thinking yeah, I had to have been know, high I, school I, or middle school or something. Yeah, I haven't, but I know like of it. I have like adjacent Buffy knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> You've osmosis Jones the Buffy knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I've I've absorbed a little bit. Okay, so you've been watching Craigie Boy, which is great because that show is just a rousing good time. I recommend everyone watch it if they can. What else have yeah. you been con- consuming? Oh, I think I don't know. Like animation wise, I think I mean just what's what's the content? What's yeah. what's in your trough? Yeah. Animation wise, Amphibia and Owl House, similar kind of experience. I don't, I don't I think I might like Craig more, dare I say? You dare. You 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 can dare. I dare. <laughs> like, may I might be slightly biased because of the ska of it all. But <laughs> but like but yeah, no, Am- Amphibia and Owl House are also really, really good. Um we just also watched um Midnight Mass on Netflix. Mm, okay. Which I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't, but I have Osmosis Jones of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's hard to explain any of what it's about without like spoiling the the one whole mystery of it. <laughs> as much as I just want to shout boil the mystery, do not boil <laughs> the mystery. <laughs> Big fuck organized religion vibes. And also just, like, fun horror show. So, like... <laughs> mm, okay. General synopsis. <laughs> it's just, like, it's, like, a little a little island town. I think it's, like, they're, like, off the coast of New England. And it's, like, this tiny island and everybody lives there and knows each other. Like, the one pastor guy or whatever who, like, usually runs the church services for the whole town. Uh, he's, like, gone on some kind of, like mission trip you know whatever and so this new guy comes in to fill in for him and some shit happens <laughs> that this guy does Ooh. <laughs> and that's and that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of like the extent of uh spoilerless <laughs> spoilerless introduction to it mm, okay sounds good sounds good i'm into yeah, I, all of the things listed above yeah i will say a dog does die i'm out uh, yeah <laughs> So, a dog <laughs> Thank you dies, for the warning. A lot of cats die, but you don't see them oh. die. You just see Night the dead pump. cats. Oh, no, I can't actually but, handle that yeah. at all, honestly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, <laughs> never mind. Two, two real big warnings. There's a, there's a thanks, part where thanks you for actually, telling me. Yeah, there's a part where you actually see the dog die, and then there's another part with a lot of uh, dead cats are there. But yeah, besides, <laughs> I mean, in, in spite of that, Real good. <laughs> nope, can't even think about. Yeah. My cat not being alive or I will shut down for three days. 
Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but how about that Craig of the Creek, though? Anyway, speaking of shows. How about that Craig? <laughs> uh, Craig is good. Um, have you been reading anything lately? No, I wish I could read. <laughs> I'm 19 and I'm I never learned how to fucking read. Let's talk about music, honestly. Yeah! Actually, is what I meant instead of honestly. When, I think music is how we met. Yeah. Through Michi- the Michigan ska scene. Yes. What that it is. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I'm being so sarcastic. How's that Californian ska scene? <laughs> how are the ska folks doing out in Cali? Yeah, how's that going out there? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely? genuinely i wish that i was in it because <laughs> like all of all of my exposure to any of like the michigan stuff was from like my friends who were already very much steeped in it like bringing me to shows and introducing me to people so now that like i'm out here like alone like without <laughs> those types of people to like show me where the good shit is i like don't mm-hmm. know anything or anybody oh no all right so well like, i hope i, I send, hope to send you some it. things because yeah. <laughs> i think it's a similar kind of a similar thing to like trying to find a good like a good local queer tattoo artist where like i don't know how to just like search for shows and then find ones right, that right. aren't just like hardcore bros and like stuff like that well if you have any interest in goth music i have a friend that's lives near you could probably probably, well i know that they could help help you find some good shows (laughs) (laughs) so did did music do anything for you gender wise i feel like probably in ways that i have yet to understand (laughs) but um I think definitely being specifically in the band The Vulnerable that I was in for a minute. Like, the band I was in before that was just kind of like, this dude wrote, like, all the music himself and then was just like, hey guys, I'm gonna teach you how to play my songs correctly and then that's that's the band and I'm in charge. <laughs> and then Oh no. And then, like, being in being in The Vulnerable with so many just, like, chill people who also were queer and like that's what a lot of the music was about was like like my third eye opened <laughs> i was like i was like it can be like this like, <laughs> like we can collaborate and like have fun mm-hmm. but yeah like play, playing all those songs about just like angrily not being understood for your gender and like that kind of shit probably definitely has seeded itself (laughs) deep within my brain pretty much all of the music that i made in my short time being in bands was about that (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was just about gender yeah i think that's how i met a lot of like similar-minded like queer music people too was through that so like even just entirely separate from playing the music itself just like being in that those like spaces (laughs) like catapulted (laughs) catapulted my journey and like exploring that side of things Mm -hmm. i had like the inkling (laughs) you know where it's like like feminine traditionally feminine things make me feel weird and like that Mm -hmm. was kind of that was kind of the like the length of it (laughs) like before i started before i like met like any other like like queer people through through music stuff i think was like the way that i met a lot of people who kind of introduced me to that type of stuff wait a second isn't poncho's villa skull from michigan yes yeah they're from uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're from oh pontiac pontiac they're from pontiac 
Okay. That's awesome. Okay, so your band is working on a cover uh, with them. Yeah, yeah, we're, um, I don't know how much of a secret it is. We're covering a Clash song with them. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and so we've been, like, but, like, because of, like, the nature of, like, we all live in different places, it's all, like, mm-hmm. it's all, like, okay, I'll record my part and then send it in Google Drive to you and then you can record your part over it and then we'll, uh, we'll try and line these things up and et cetera, et cetera. So, like, it's been, like, a very long process of trying to, like, have, get quality recordings of stuff and actually get them sent to each other. Because, like, even the people who are still in Michigan are, like, not, um, I think they're only just now starting to, like, see each other in person again because there are some of them who are immunocompromised and can't, like, go out to see other people. Right. That that's been in the works for like a while. So hopefully hopefully it'll be done soon. Yeah. Music music is a really great like it's it sounds cheesy to say it's a great way of like expressing yourself, but it feels so magical when you are just like hitting all of those same notes at the same time as other people, like feeling that connectivity is like a larger thing. Yeah. Like I don't have that in anything anymore, which I, I mean like I I made my choice. Like I I don't I don't I don't have like time to do band stuff and like I'm also very bad at it. I don't practice. <laughs> like I'm putting I'm putting all my points into art is what I tell myself. Right. Even when I would work on like a, an art project or an illustration or something with someone else, we aren't we aren't, you know, coloring it at the same time or whatever. We're not, yeah, we, must be like on eye scribble together. Right. Like I can't I don't have anything where I can like do that at the same time as someone. And it work collaboratively creating. Ugh, it's so good. It's yeah. Very, it's a very juicy feeling that I miss. Um, and I should probably seek something out. Because <laughs> yeah. how many how much like playing of shows did did y'all do while you were like still like music um <laughs> uh, i feel like i played at least 10 shows or something like that mm-hmm. i'm like practiced a decent amount yeah because that's like a whole another layer of like because like you've done that all that like collaborating and feeling this stuff with like the people who are actually making it and then you get to play it and like express it ke- together with people who are watching and then also connect with it and like that's <sighs> chef's kiss that's like it's so good it's very good it's very chef boyardee and it's (laughs) not not something you can do as an illustrator yeah you have to you have to you have to imagine (laughs) because like you still are connecting with people in the same way but you don't get to like see it physically happening while you do it right you just have to read it on twitter and instagram and it's very much not the same right When did you start playing music then? Um, I started taking guitar lessons in like fifth grade. Like I, I only, <laughs> I wasn't even that interested in making music at the time. Even though, um, when I was in like elementary school, like the two things that I wanted to be were either like a writer or Hannah Montana because I liked singing. That makes sense. I wanted one of those, like you know, like the Union Jack, like electric guitar. Just because I thought it looked cool and I wanted to own it. It does one. look cool. It looks so cool. You <laughs> weren't wrong then and you aren't wrong now. <laughs> like I, I wanted one just because it was cool and I wanted to have it as like a thing. But then my mom was like, I'm not 
like spending money on a guitar if you're not going to learn how to play it. So if I if you get a guitar, you have to also commit to taking guitar lessons. <laughs> and so mm. then, so you yeah, did the so long then, con. Yeah. So then and look at me now. <laughs> look what look she, at you look now. What it's done to me. Jokes on you, mom. <laughs> Jokes on you, mom. Now I play ska. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I don't know what you thought. Don't was get your happen. child guitar lessons. <laughs> <laughs> could end up playing ska. It's <laughs> like I stop. I stopped taking guitar lessons because I'm not good at like improvising, <laughs> like improvised soloing. Like, I don't, like, something, something about it doesn't, like, click in my brain. Because mm-hmm. that was, like, for the last, like, year, I think, of, like, doing guitar lessons was, like, repeatedly trying to, like, get that into my brain. If you'd be like, okay, so here are the scales. You should learn the scales. And then while we're in the lesson, like, I'll play, like, we'll have our sheet music in front of us. I'll play the chords and you can, like, improvise some stuff over the chords using those scales and i would just sit there like because like (laughs) like not knowing how to do it and then trying to do it in front of someone who was really good because like he's obviously really good at guitar so like i was just like and like it was just like torture like every time i went to a guitar lesson and like i wasn't learning anything because i wasn't like I wasn't actively like putting putting in the time to like trying to get better at that shit because it just like felt mm-hmm. bad. So I was like, after a while, I was like, I don't think I want to do these <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so then, since then, it's just been like just learning chords to different songs on like on whatever ultimateguitar.com and like stuff like that. Hell yeah! Thank God for tabs, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like the greatest guitarist in the world to where I don't even know like what a lot of the notes are like a lot of the stuff that (laughs) that I like learned or like or even that I write now is just like like I know where I know where to play it but if you like asked me like oh yeah what chord is that that you're playing I don't fucking know like I know my fingers go here so we're the exact we were the same type of musician because that's exactly (laughs) how I did like, you don't actually have to know how to play an instrument to have yeah. a band and play shows. Yeah, you don't need to know anything. You don't even have to be good at it. <laughs> no, like, I am I am living proof of that. I'm very bad <laughs> at it. I was in two bands, played multiple shows, and people told me they liked it. They lied right <laughs> to my face, and I loved it. You can do and that, it too. Was, it was great, and it made my brain go ping. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was very good. Also, also, I will say... I did not play guitar. I played bass. I still have my bass, and it is a little baby bass. And when you hold an instrument, it feels good. It does. It feels really. It feels like you're holding a sword. Yeah, it is. It is very, um, very larpy to to be yes. in a band. I think it feels powerful. Yeah, feels like you're wielding something. The power of song. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. The most important question of the whole podcast. Which Shrek soundtrack do you think is better, one or two? Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm like, let's get down to business. I open up my my novel full of notes. Let's get to the the real meat of it. This is is why we're all here, really. This is why you tune in to the the pod. (laughs) I think, like, both... Okay, so both of them have, like, very specific ties to my memory. Because the Shrek 1 soundtrack, my mom had, like, in her car, uh, like, the six-CD changer 
Yes. Like, she never changed out the like the CDs. It was always the same like six <laughs> CDs pretty much. Yes. And and one of That's, those six during, is all you need. Yeah. One of them during one summer was the Shrek 1 soundtrack. And so I have like cuz cuz what was that like when did Shrek come out? I look this up every time and I get mad every time. Okay, 2001. So I think I was probably it was probably past 2001 because like the soundtrack was out and like I was very familiar with Shrek, so it was probably not the release year of Shrek cuz cuz when Shrek actually was released, I was 4. So I don't think I would have that strong of a memory. So I was probably like 5 or 6 or something. Like, I have such, like, the strongest memories of, like, being in the back of my mom's car, and it's, like, the summer, it's, like, sunny outside, and we're going to, um, this little, like, carnival that was, like, it was behind a bank, and I, I like, I assume it was, like, you know, some kind of traveling thing, and that's just, like, where they happened to be set up in, like, some parking lot behind a bank, but, like, I've, I, like, all the time just remembered it as, like, yep. That's the carnival that's behind the bank. And then when it wasn't there later, I was, like, really confused. I was like, there used to be this whole thing back here. <laughs> but, like, but like listening to that soundtrack and, like, going to that, like, to that little carnival, like, being in the back of my mom's car, like, Shrek 1 was the, the soundtrack of the summer for, like, a long time. Like, specifically, so like, specifically... The one Baja Men song. Oh my gosh. The Best Years of Our Lives by the Baja Men. <laughs> as, as soon as I hear that song, I'm like teleported. I'm like blasted back to that time exactly. That's the only place where that song exists. <laughs> like, like you hear that song and you're in a, like a, a time room where it's 2001 or 2002 and it's the summer and you're having fun. <laughs> So then, okay, what about the second? What's the, what's the, the soul connection there? This is so Shrek 2. <laughs> I would be at my friend Lindsay's house. This is also like elementary school uh, years. This is probably like 10 or something. We would throw parties in her basement, which were not parties. It was just, <laughs> it was just me and her. And we would like decorate the basement put out snacks, which is just, like, gogurts and string cheese from the basement yes. fridge. Like, yes. the second fridge in the basement. And we would, like, decorate the basement and put out our little snacks. And then we would write, like, an invitation to her parents and, like, yes. go up to, like, the top of the stairs of the basement <laughs> and, like, slide it under the door so that they would see and then come to the party later. And we would just, like... Like, the party was just us performing <laughs> lip syncs <laughs> to different songs. Yes. Oh my god. Some of which were those songs. Do you remember those, like, the Powerpuff Girls music videos? <laughs> yes. And there's, like, the one with, like, the big like the big guy in the monster suit walking around and, and stuff like that. It would be either those or the Shrek 2 soundtrack <laughs> that we were performing Oh my god. While they eat their little string cheese that we gave them. That's in Oh, they went with it? They played along? Yeah. They were like, oh, oh bless nice them. party. <laughs> <laughs> and our decorations is just like construction paper that we like wrote stuff on and taped to the wall. Oh my god. That's <laughs> so good. Okay, I guess, yeah, that's 
like myself and two other neighborhood kids, we had a quote unquote band where we had yeah. like one of those toy drum sets. It was like yes. one of the neighbor kids had like one of the it was so small and sounded so terrible. Yeah, it's just like made out of like plastic. <laughs> one, yes, 100 percent. Like you could not actually play drums on it. Yeah, I, ju- I don't remember who the band was, but it was like the worst song in the world. I'm embarrassed to even say the name of it, but the like the only lyric I remember was boys will be boys like over yeah. and over again. And we did a lip sync performance to that. And we made the entire neighborhood watch on the 4th of July barbecue. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's honestly um, like pretty high up there in keeps me up at night memories. <laughs> I feel a little bit better saying it. Uh, yeah, it was no, horrible. Was, you like graduated really bad. To, to a level of like neighborhood performance that me and Lindsay could only have dreamed of. It was so bad that we made everyone watch. I'm pretty sure that someone filmed it and like zoomed in on someone's face and they looked just like absolutely embarrassed for us. Oh no. (laughs) It was not good. It was not good. They shouldn't have let us do it. Honestly, it was irresponsible adulting. I wish I could have experienced it. I bet my parents have a video of it, but if I think I think if I saw it, I would instantly be turned to dust. Oh yeah, absolutely. If I, if I I don't like we don't we didn't have like a video camera or anything, so I don't have like any videos of what I like looked or sounded like as a child. So, like I think um if I saw myself doing any of the shit that I did in that time, I would cease to exist. Oof. Yes. That person is gone. <laughs> <laughs> That person doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I'm glad that we both made adults watch a, a lip sync performance, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, this isn't as uh, singular an experience as I had once believed. Yeah, there's there's something about being a child and, like, forcing your parents to watch your little performance that you've made. <laughs> Uh, forcing people to watch you perform feels good, and I don't think that ever changes. <laughs> Why do you think I continue to be in abandoned place shows? <laughs> it's the same thing, except they're buying the ticket. Yes. Sometimes it feels good when people look at you. <laughs> Sometimes you can be a little perceived as a treat. <laughs> that's gender, baby. <laughs> and that's it. That's the gender experience, and it's still the theme of the podcast. <laughs> Is there anything you would like to promote or talk about while you were here? Ooh, I don't know. Um, watch Craig. <laughs> <laughs> we are not paid to say this, but watch <laughs> Craig of the Creek. This is not sponsored content, but I do think you should watch Craig of the Creek. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wish I had some kind of uh, project that I was able to promote. But yeah, nothing besides just... um. You know, Poindexter. Poindexter is the band that I'm in. That we're doing that uh, funny little uh, cover song with Anchovia Skull. We're, like, trying to write new stuff so that we may, perchance, have an EP sometime this year. That would be neat. Um, but we'll see, cool. it, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you on the internet if they want to look at your very good art? Or hear your really good music. If you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter, a great at Gracie Draws. Or if you want to follow the CEO of Furry Ska Twitter, um, that's it's, they they do they do. <laughs> it's um, at 
It's at pasta dog with an uh, underscore at the very end. And then I am graceful pasta on Instagram with no underscores or nothing. And then I, I, do, I you think... want... <laughs> do you want to tell them your TikTok handle? <laughs> My TikTok handle is also pasta dog with a little underscore at the end. You can go watch me make fun of Butch Hartman and, t- and also just talk about queer shit. I don't post there very much, but <laughs> that was that was my one hit. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought it was um, Tom Green that you got in a fight with. <laughs> like, that's um, how I remembered it in my head. Yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't that happen on Tumblr? Like someone got in a beef with him? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Anything can happen. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And on TikTok, Butch Hartman was just trying to be like, remember me? I made your entire childhood. And then I duetted it with like some screenshots of his art, which is all really bad because he can't draw. He can't. And he like charges $200 for pictures that he traces. And I was like, mm-hmm. this you? And then people got really mad because I, <laughs> like, I, didn't, I didn't know that people didn't know that. Because, like, being, like, being isolated in, like, animation art Twitter, like, everyone, but nobody fucking likes that guy. Like, we all know that Mm -hmm. he's the worst and can't draw. And so, like, I didn't think that that was going to be a controversial take, but then everyone was like, off the fuck shot, you're just jealous. He's done more with (gasps) his career than you ever will. The hater. I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> this is not what I <laughs> I didn't intend to uh, to bring this about." Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh TikTok, it's good in some other ways. <laughs> other parts of TikTok, great. <laughs> yeah, there are some uh some good looking people on there. <laughs> yeah, and I've learned some really good cleaning hacks actually. Yes, I like the the amount of time that I spend on TikTok watching people's fridge restock videos. It's <laughs> embarrassing, to be honest. <sighs> Gracie, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was fun, fun to catch up and chat. It was very nice. I feel <laughs> like I feel like you're on the like hiding behind the other side of my computer for some reason. But yeah. I feel I feel your presence in this space. <laughs> <laughs> I feel God in this chilies tonight. I feel God and rain in this chilies tonight. <laughs> Well, until next time, that's all they them. Bye. <laughs>